Hello to all the listeners out there, and welcome to the 8-Minute Podcast. I'm very excited about this opportunity, and I look forward to sharing many podcasts together. In the first series of our podcast, I will discuss the laws of Shatnaz, the the forbidden mixture of wool and linen. So, we know that the Torah forbids wearing a garment which contains a mixture of wool and linen together. However, there are many questions that need to be explored. What kind of mixtures are forbidden? Can a blanket be shot in this? Do you need to check boots for shot in this? Can a person use a couch which is shot in this? Many more questions such as these that I hope to cover in the coming segments. So the Torah, both in Parshas Kedoshim as well as in Parshas Kiseitze, prohibits the use of a garment containing a mixture of wool and linen. However, a very important point is that wool is only problematic when it comes from a sheep, and linen is only a problem when it comes from flax, which, which is what linen is. So, again, wool is only a problem when it comes from a sheep, linen is only a problem when it's from flax. Therefore, even though people use the term wool to refer to other material from animals, for shotness purposes, only sheep's wool is problematic, which would mean that rabbit hair, camel wool, llama wool, will all not be problematic when it comes to shatnez, and cashmere as well is not going to be a problem, because cashmere wool comes from goat's hair, not from sheep. And additionally, although canvas, hemp, um, canvas and hemp share similar properties to linen, they are not problematic either, since they do not come from flax. Again, to reiterate, only wool which comes from a sheep will be problem shatnez-wise, as well as only Linen from flax will be a problem, shatnaz-wise, and not other materials. This will mean that if you buy a sweater that contains 100% cashmere wool, you would not need to check it for shatnaz, because even if it would contain linen, it would still not be shatnaz. However, some shatnaz laboratories report finding wool, which will be mixed into a garment, which is said to contain 100% cashmere, and that's so even though the label says 100% 100% cashmere. These laboratories claim that they've found such garments to also have wool in them, either because of corruption in the industry or because of a marginal amount of other materials that are allowed to be emitted from the label by law, and therefore they advise to check such a garment as well. And this really depends on the here and now whether the manufacturers are putting in other materials than cashmere or, or Camel's wool, whatever it might be, when they're listing 100% cashmere or camel's wool, and you should talk to Sean's expert to find out whether a particular garment would have such a concern or not. An additional point is that even though a mixture of wool and silk is not problematic on the Torah level, since silk is not flax, it's not linen, it's still prohibited on a rabbinic level to use wool and silk because of marasayan, meaning that since silk looks like linen, an observer who sees someone wearing wool and silk together might think that they are wearing shatnas and suspect them of wrongdoing. In order to prevent such a concern, such, such a marasayan concern, the rabbis prohibited such a mixture as well. So again, even if a particular fabric is not problematic on a Torah level, it could still be forbidden rabbinically if it would resemble wool or linen. This would seemingly create a problem with a vast array of synthetic materials which are almost identical to wool in appearance and touch, as well as linen substitutes such as canvas and hemp. And even though these materials are not problematic on the level, since it's not wool from a sheep and it's not linen, 
But since they can be mistaken as well as Indi, they should be problematic. However, the Shulchan Aruch, based on the Rush rules, the Marasayin is only problematic where such alternatives to wool or linen are uncommon and therefore a person would get mixed up and suspect shatnas. However, nowadays, says Rush, meaning 600 years ago in his times, silk became more common and people would not automatically assume that a garment with wool and silk is wool and linen because they know that it could just be silk since silk is, is common just like wool, just like linen. On the other hand, the Rush prohibits using wool with canvas since in the Rush's time, it was uncommon to use canvas, and canvas would present marasayim because people wouldn't be accustomed to it and think a person who was wearing wool and canvas was really wearing wool and linen. Based on this, the bottom line is that marasayim is subject to the norms of society and to how common a wool and linen substitute is in that particular time and place. Assuming that a certain material is uncommon and it resembles wool or linen, it would create a marasayim suspicion and be forbidden, but assuming that that material is common, it would not be a problem. Based on this, synthetic materials, as well as other wool and linen substitutes, would not create a problem nowadays, at least in, in our, current, our current world these, right now, since it's common to use all sorts of materials, and people know that a garment or thread that looks like wool or linen is not necessarily wool or linen, and therefore there will be no Meyer sign. Thank you for listening, and have a wonderful day.